Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I'm talking about second fear and anxiety. We've talked about second fear in some other older podcast episodes, but it comes up a lot and I wanted to share some more thoughts about the second fear. I wanted to talk about the fear of the fear. And we had an email that came in that I will read here, piece of it. And I want you to know that when I read an email here, I am reading it because I get a lot of email around the same kind of subject, or I'm hearing clients talking about it or people in the group talking about it. So it's not always just an answer to the one person, but because it seems to be something that is coming up in the group consciousness or out there in the world at large. So second fear seems to be up lately. And of course, it's something that just keeps us in the wormhole. So it's really just a part of being anxious. The second fear is something that is talked about when I have clients. I often am meeting with them, you know, not as often as they are healing, as they are moving forward and able to go out and just live their life, right? But we do meet once in a great while, sometimes once a month, sometimes once every six months. And what happens is the fear of the fear is one of those really last things to fade away. And I say fade away because anxiety, coming out of anxiety, clearing anxiety is about fading away. It is not like turning off a light switch or turning a light switch on. It isn't like ta-da, suddenly everything's okay. It's a fading away. And I call the fear of the fear one of the long tail issues in anxiety clearing because it fades away so slowly, you don't even realize it's going away. And so it is a thorn in many people's side because so many other things are going right for them and they feel good. And as you can see from this email, they stop doing things that they should have been doing to keep themselves feeling good. But that is one of the hanger-oners is that fear of the fear. So let me read the email, the piece of it. Just coming up to a year when I burrowed myself deep into the wormhole, as you call it. Although my days have been very good now for a while, there is always the fear of the fear. As we feel good, we tend to drift away from the things that help us get there, such as listening to your podcasts and meditation. I do the other things such as walking, exercising, etc., I have recently started to make sure I get back to using the tools that help me greatly. Listening and learning from others such as yourself are a big piece of that for me. 
And I want to thank the listener for sending this in. And I appreciate you letting me know that learning from the show, this show and others is helpful to you because it keeps us going to know that the people out there that are listening are feeling better. But what happens, as we can see in this email, is we begin to stop doing what works for us. The reason we feel better is because we had set things up and taken care of our mind and body in a particular way. And then we feel better and we stop doing those things. It's no different than with dieting, changing your food eating habits or the foods that you eat, changing them to being more healthful and you feel good. You no longer have those aches and pains in the morning. You have more energy and then you feel great and you stop doing the foods that got you there. And then one day you wake up, of course, because it doesn't happen like turning on a light switch or turning it off. It takes time. One day you wake up and you go, oh my gosh, why am I so achy? Why do I hurt? Well, because you've been eating crap for three weeks and it caught up with you. The same thing with letting go of meditation and not being reminded of the things that you need to do to keep your mind in a state of peace and calm. So we need to keep doing those things to keep ourselves out of the fear of the fear. This email says, although my days have been good for a while now, there is always the fear of the fear. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So at ACP, we hear this all the time. I started to feel better, so I stopped some, most, or all of the core ACP self-care practices that helped me get there. Now I am knee-deep in fear, stress, and anxiety, and I can't get out. Please help. This is what we hear all the time. The good news for people in this and similar situations is that you generally already know the tools and practices you can use to get out of the wormhole and keep yourself feeling better. 
As the listener suggests, listening to ACP can be highly useful and a reminder to keep you on the path of self-healing and self-compassion. If you have given up everything else or still haven't gotten started with these practices, keep listening to the show. ACP is here to put these practices right in front of you and to make it easier than ever for you to put yourself in a position to calm your nervous system and to enter a state of rest, repair, and healing. If it feels good to you and if it suits you, make ACP your go-to podcast for self-help and self-healing. This will help you make your life better immediately, even before using the tools. Just learning that there are things that you can do is a critical step in the direction of self-healing and anxiety clearing. For those of you who have the premium supercast feed, I have shows here you can listen to. If you don't have it, you can sign up for that. Just go to the website. It'll it'll talk about it there. But I have older episodes that are about fear of the fear. Number 280 is fear of the fear equals anxiety. Number 479 is 10 tips for responding to life with gratefulness versus fear. 248 is the origin of fear, and episode 225 is a root cause of suffering with anxiety. And all of those deal with the fear of the fear. So definitely, if you have access to the Supercast feed, check that out. So back to the fear of the fear, or the second fear. We can call it many different names. We know the feeling. It's that niggling feeling in the back of your head of, oh gosh, you feel good now. Don't you feel great? Yeah, but what if the fear comes back? What if I get scared again? What if anxiety comes back again? Fear of the fear or the second fear is perhaps one of the most important tendencies of anxiety sufferers and one that we are able to overcome as we grow and clear our anxiety. Like I said, it's like the, I call it the long tail. It's one of those things that kind of hangs on for quite a while. So don't be discouraged. This is a central component of the theory of Claire Weeks about anxiety. Anxiety sufferers are naturally afraid of the anxiety panic symptoms they have faced in the past. And when they encounter similar situations or begin to feel the rustlings of anxiety panic setting in somewhere in their body or mind complex, they will begin to experience a second fear the fear of the anxiety panic symptoms and the overall reaction itself. So it is this catastrophic poison that is what really hurts those who experience anxiety panic. This is what sets anxiety panic off into an uncontrollable firestorm of discomfort, fear, terror, and worry not the original situation that brought about the initial natural anxiety apprehension response of our nervous system. So it isn't about what is happening in the situation that is causing you to really have the distress. It is the fear of the reaction. 
the fear that those feelings are going to come back, those symptoms and sensations that you had when you had fear in your life before. You're afraid of that happening. You're not afraid so much of getting on the plane. You're afraid of getting on the plane and it triggering a panic attack. It's not getting on the plane. It's the panic attack that you are fearing. And this is the part that goes away slowly. So remember that. This is what our listener was talking about. She has the fear of the fear. She is afraid that even when there is no fear, that the symptoms and sensations and that feeling will come back. So it is central to our experience to understand what is actually happening and not to leave it all up to circumstances or things coming out of the blue, but to be clear that our own response is what is setting off this firestorm of discomfort, fear, terror, and worry. Because here are people who are in a perfectly fine situation. They're not even in a difficult fear-inducing situation, and they can set off the panic by being afraid of the feelings coming back. Do you see how far out this is? This is not what is happening. This is why we have to come back to the present moment. I'm okay right here, right now. Claire Weeks goes on to describe the cure for overcoming the fear of the fear or the second fear. And it is acceptance. We simply must accept the natural operations of our nervous system. We will naturally have some discomfort and anxiety over dangerous situations in our environment or other uncomfortable situations that we may have to face in our lives. Through accepting this natural process, we can stem and ultimately eliminate the second fear, which is where the cascade of terror that is uncontrollable chronic anxiety truly lies. We understand that we have some natural nervous discomforts in the face of stress, obstacles, and other discomforts. The first fears, right? These things happen in life. We have stresses, we have obstacles, we have growling bosses, we have traffic. We understand that. That is the first piece to really face it, right? That's another good way to look at it. Understanding it. Then we can accept that our nervous system will respond with some initial anxiety responses. So we're going to activate those hormones that cause us to have the fluttering belly or the adrenaline rushing through your body. We're not going to be able to stop those things. That is okay. And we can accept that because this is our response to the initial anxiety, to the initial fear, the first fear, right? We have activated our body to respond to a situation. Then what we do is once we have accepted that, we have the ability to float through these responses with 
letting go of the muscles, being with the situation. Yes, I have adrenaline pumping through my body. Look at it as if you just had a cup of coffee that was strong and you know you got to ride this out. There's no way out. You have to ride it out. The good news is, and you want to remember this, is that it always passes. So we float through it. We let go of our muscles instead of adding a second fear to it. We don't want to add the, oh my goodness, what is happening to me? Oh no, now what's going to happen? And adding, oh, the imagination will take over. You know, there's something wrong with me. You know, this is never going to end. I'm not going to be able to drive the car. I'm going to have a panic attack and flip out on the airplane and everyone will see me. The imagination just will run wild, right? Don't do that. Instead, float. After you have understood that your body is doing what it does when something is uh, triggering you into responding. It was a dangerous situation or it was a uncomfortable situation or it had caused you distress in the past, whatever. So, okay, whoops, I got all these hormones raging now. We accept that our nervous system has responded and it is activated. We understand that. We accept it. And then we float through these nervous responses. We go with it. We float with it. We let go. We don't add more to it. And finally, we let time pass because it always gets better over time. It takes a lot of practice, but we let time pass because those hormones do not rage forever. They always subside. This is also an important place for me to discuss the benefits of regular meditation practice. As our listener who wrote in said they had let go of, more meditation equates to more nervous system resilience, to stress, and the first fear situations are better able to avoid second fear responses when you have some meditation practices under your belt. And by that, I mean, keep doing it. We want to nurture our brains and bodies as best we can, both psychologically and physiologically. Proper diet, proper sleep, rest, plenty of meditation can help us to do this. Remember, the podcast is full of ideas for strengthening your nervous system and to make this key task easier to accomplish. I know with acceptance and time, you will find your way up and out of the wormhole. I really love being here with you as you take that journey. And now for today's quote. Accept that you may frighten yourself for some time to come until habit dies and sensitization improves. And that's from Claire Weeks. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.